Hey y'all, it's A Few Minutes with the Pew Podcast. I'm Lily. And I'm Maddie. And we have a passion to see people make Jesus number one in their everyday lives. We want to get serious about being serious for Jesus. Will you join us? Welcome back to the show, everybody. We're really excited to have you here with us today. Today is a really special day, guys, because mm-hmm. we are finally recording not only with two mics. We not yeah. only have two mics now, but we actually invested in a podcast board, a soundboard, basically. We got it on a really good Black Friday deal. The Lord was just really good. We saw it and we researched and we we're like, yes, this is the one that we need for what we want to do for the show and different things we can record with up to six mics, which mm-hmm. is a crazy thing because we want to be able to have guests on the show. We want to be able to have mom and dad join us, Lincoln join us, like whoever we want to have on the show, we can have on the show with our own mic and just make it very high quality audio for you guys. So we're really excited about that disclaimer, huge disclaimer here. It may sound a little bit different starting yep. out just because even listening to it in our headphones right now, I can hear a little bit of hum. So we're going to try to figure this out and just hopefully figure out how to make this yeah. really the best audio that we can because that is our hope. We want to have high quality audio for y'all. So I can already tell that there's going to be some differences. We're going to have to work out some things, but hopefully we can work through this and within one or two weeks, we will get it sounding the best that we can can. Mm -hmm. So Maddie, uh, let's start out this episode really excited to not be sitting like six inches away from each other. Yeah. (laughs) Because that's what we were doing before. We just had one mic and Maddie and Mm -hmm. I would sit really close to each other, as close as we could get to get our knees touching under the table. Yeah. So um, just catch us up on Blogmas, I guess, and all those fun things. And then we'll jump into this very Christmassy episode. Okay. So Blogmas has been going great. Mm Y'all have been doing a great job of going and reading the posts, and we are just so grateful for that. We're grateful for the guests who have written some posts for us so far. We've got some more guest posts coming, and we're just really excited to continue putting out posts for y'all and allowing you to read some of the different things that all of us have been contemplating during this Christmas season. I don't know if anyone else feels like this, but I don't feel like it's Christmas at all. (laughs) And Blogmas is always something that just helps me personally to really get in the Christmas spirit. And it's something where you can just go and you know that you're going to read something that will help you to stay focused on what really matters during the Christmas season. Because we all know no matter how much we want to stay focused on Jesus and no matter how much we want to stay focused on family and friends Mm -hmm. and really just the joy of the season, it gets difficult. And it's really hard to stay focused on those things without becoming selfish or becoming obsessed with the different things that need to be done during the Christmas season. We're going to talk a little bit about that today. But I think that Blogmas is just something that really helps us as we're writing them, even to stay focused on what really matters during Christmas. And we hope that it does the same thing for y'all and just gives you a short thing to read every day that just really helps you to stay focused on Jesus because we all know that that is what the Christmas season is about. And I know that I always regret when we're past the Christmas season, not focusing on that more and really realizing like I just missed the entire point of Christmas this year. And it's something that I can feel a little bit guilty about, which I think is good. But I think that 
Blogmas just really helps with that and helps you to get in the Christmas spirit and focus on what really matters. It's just a fun thing that we've been enjoying doing. So make sure that you go to the link in the description of this podcast episode. You can click it. It'll take you right to the blog Mm -hmm. or you can just go and look up www.thefee.blog and you can go and check out all the new posts. Okay, guys, so let's jump into this episode. I'm really excited about this because Maddie and I have one specific quote, and you guys know us. We just like find one thing and then we unpack a whole episode of it. So the quote that we're going to unpack and and just kind of discuss today in more of a conversational format is a quote by Tolkien because Mm -hmm. we can't go all throughout Christmas and this season without using a Tolkien quote. So this is from The Hobbit, and he said, if more of us valued food and cheer and song above hoarded gold, it would be a merrier world. I really love this quote because how many of us in today's world are just looking around and seeing so much darkness, so much evil, so much sin, and it's heavy. I think that that's something that we can all relate to whether you are a Christian or not because this is something that we all deal with in our own lives and in the outside world. When mm-hmm. we when we do things, when you go grocery shopping, when you go out to do things, when you go to work or school, you see things that you're like, Lord, why does this have to be in our world? Why does this have to exist? Why does this have to um, go on? And it seems like nobody really cares. Nobody cares to uh, change it, to make a difference, to um, really be the good in this world. And Quite honestly, I I think, especially around Christmas, I can find myself kind of getting discouraged about the fact that, oh, I didn't like do a really great job at sharing the gospel with, you know, strangers, like people that I'm just around or whatever, because the opportunity just wasn't necessarily there. And truly not me. I mean, sometimes obviously, but not making excuses per se. It's just that I didn't have as many opportunities as I would have liked within the past month, within the past six months or year, whatever, that doesn't give me any excuse. Like I should always Mm -hmm. be sharing the gospel. I should always be looking for those opportunities and not shying away from them when they present themselves because they may not present themselves in the way that we think they should or will. And so we always need to be aware of what is God doing in this time? What is he trying to do with this person in their heart? And how can I be a part of that? And so anyways, that's a long, a long way to say, I think we discount the small things that keep the darkness at bay. And I know you wrote about that last Vlogmas. Mm -hmm. So I want you to talk a little bit about that because I think that that's really important as we head into this Christmas season um, and every Christmas season, every day of our lives, honestly, should be a reflection of Christ and his life and how he kept the darkness at bay when he was doing ministry, when he was living life and just following his example in that. How can we do that this Christmas in a more intentional and purposeful way? Okay, well, that was actually one of my favorite blog posts that I think I have, like, ever written. (laughs) It was one that was just very divinely inspired. You know, Mm. I felt like the Lord had really given me something to say in that post because don't doubt. During Blogmas, sometimes it is difficult. (laughs) It's a struggle, get a post out there. It's difficult to write something, especially when you're writing like more than one thing a week Mm -hmm. or at least one thing a week. And I don't know, it's just sometimes difficult to get something on the blank page and Mm -hmm. to really focus in on like, what does the Lord really want me to say? And so I think that this blog post is really special to me because it was something that the Lord just kind of said, like, this is what you're supposed to write about this week. And it Mm -hmm. was something that was just 
definitely divinely inspired. So in this post, I talked about another quote from The Hobbit where Gandalf is speaking about why he asked Bilbo Baggins to be a part of this quest that they're going on. Mm -hmm. So there's 13 dwarves and Gandalf and Bilbo Baggins, a hobbit. And it's this crazy adventure that they go on throughout The Hobbit. And if if people haven't read The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings by now, y'all, you're missing out. And you need to go and buy a copy, rent a copy from a library. I don't care. You need to read it because that is some of the best literature out there. But that's a side note. Anyway, so they're going on this quest to take back the dwarves' homeland that has been desolated by the dragon Smaug, and he's taken all of their gold, and this is kind of what he's referring to in this quote. But Gandalf says in this one specific quote, he's asked, why did you pick Bilbo Baggins? Because Bilbo is totally not prepared for this quest. He didn't even want to be on this adventure in Mm -hmm. the first place, then kind of had a change of heart, but he's definitely not cut out for this. You know, he was just expecting to live a peaceful life in the Shire and not get up to much but he's asked why Bilbo Baggins and he says perhaps it is because I'm afraid and he gives me courage Mm -hmm. and he goes into the fact that it's the small things that keep the darkness at bay like Lily mentioned so in this blog post I kind of discussed how when I was little I feel like at Christmas time there was so much more joy and happiness connected to the Christmas season and you would just see this shift in people and mm. you would just see that people are happier and more joyful and they smiled at people more. They said Merry Christmas to everyone they came in contact with at the grocery store, at church, you know, wherever they were. It was just this season where we were all together. We were all united. I mean, I know, honestly, I am... <laughs> Getting tired of everyone saying that they want all of this unity and all of this peace and togetherness in the world. And yet we just continually create new obstacles for ourselves that we're going to have to overcome that divide us. And especially in the church, I think that we're kind of, we claim that we want unity and yet we're not truly pursuing that. But I think that at Christmas time, especially when I was younger, it was just this thing where none of that mattered. Mm -hmm. It was Christmas and it was a great time and we are all just joyful and we are together in this season. And so I kind of just wrote the blog post about how those were the small things that kept the darkness at bay, especially during Christmas time, just smiling at one another, saying Merry Christmas, singing songs that we all know super well, but that hold so much meaning and doing it together, being united. And it's something that I really miss Mm-hmm. now because I think that Christmas has become so secular and so trendy like we talked about a little bit in our last episode and I think that we've missed the small things that keep the darkness at bay that can give us rest and peace mm-hmm. during the Christmas season and I think that Tolkien just makes such a great point in this quote that we mentioned earlier if more of us valued food and cheer and song above hoarded gold it would be a merrier world I think that that is just so true because I mean, what do we focus on during Christmas? We focus on what we can get, what we can give, how much money we're spending. And I mean, quite literally, we are valuing the hoarded gold Mm -hmm. above the food and song and cheer and the people around us. And 
what we are truly meant to value during the Christmas season. And I think that that's just something that we lose sight of so easily during the Christmas season. I'm totally guilty of this. Like I have been doing this this past week, figuring out last minute Christmas gifts and we're planning a Christmas party and just trying to figure out like what we're going to get our friends, what we're going to do together, how the night's going to go, all these different things. And that is not what Christmas is about. Those things are totally fun. I think that some of that is what keeps the darkness at bay. You know, when you're trying to figure out what to get someone for Christmas or you're trying to figure figure out what you can do to truly make the season special. That stuff does keep the darkness at bay. But I think that sometimes we go a little over the top with that. And that's just kind of how our society has conditioned us to be. Mm. But I think that that's something that we really need to begin to overcome in especially the Christmas season because Christmas is about so much more than giving gifts and Christmas parties and pretending to be happy. I think that that's Mm -hmm. something that our world has definitely conditioned us to do during Christmas is we have to pretend to be happy. We have to pretend like Christmas is this perfect time. And I'm not saying, you know, even when I was little, Christmas was not perfect. Mm -hmm. And there were still political feuds. There were still family problems. There were still all these different things, but it was just different at Christmas because I think that we did value the small things Mm -hmm. that kept the darkness at bay instead of the hoarded gold that we are just clinging so tightly to in our materialistic culture. Yeah, I agree. And I think that, you know, we're always asking, well, how do we have a happier life? How do Mm -hmm. I obtain happiness? How do I truly find out what matters in this world and how the world can be merrier? And I think Tolkien is, is so correct in what he says that food and cheer and song. We we don't value those things anymore, mm-hmm. but those truly are the key to a merrier world. Why? Why do we do those things? Why are those things important? Because the Lord has given them to us. He is the only one that can provide that soul food, which mm-hmm. we need, right? And that cheer that to me is, it's a spiritual state that you have yeah. to be in. It's not just this, oh, we're going to have a party and everybody's happy. To me, that's not what true cheer and and Mary uh, means. It's the spiritual state, which we have to be in, our heart has to be in. Mm -hmm. That only happens when you are truly bowing before the Lord and humbling yourself under his lordship and his authority. That's what matters. It's not the fact that we have all of these people around us and we have the tree decorated and yeah. lit up and we have all of these decorations that that are supposed to usher in this this feeling of cheer and meaning. Sure, they help us get there. They're a reflection. They should be a reflection of our spiritual state, in my opinion. Yeah. So that's what I feel like Tolkien is trying to say in this quote is mm-hmm. that that's why we don't have a merry world. That's why we are we are truly struggling when it comes to happiness because mm-hmm. you can't have happiness apart from Christ. We try every single way. We try every single way under the sun to try to be happy without Christ. Yeah. He's always our last resort. And especially at Christmas, we try gifts. Mm-hmm. We try these parties. We try, you know, all the materialistic stuff. I I really think like, why haven't we learned by now? <laughs> why haven't we learned by now? Because we, we do this Christmas after Christmas. And do you even remember what you got last Christmas? Mm-hmm. Do you even truly still love it like you did the day yeah. of Christmas uh, last year? You know, like these are things that we just forget. And, mm-hmm. and we're so narrow-minded as humans and we're so sinful. And so we have to understand that that is our original state. That's where we're at. 
But that's also where Jesus meets us. Mm -hmm. That's also where he enters in. He enters into our suffering, into Mm -hmm. our pain, into our discontentment, and he changes it. Mm -hmm. He changes all of it. He turns it around. He um, totally transforms how we look at things and why we do the party, why we decorate the tree, why we truly invite people into our homes and host them and make them feel loved. Why do we make them feel loved? Are Mm -hmm. we just inviting them in to make ourselves feel loved and like, oh, we did a great thing and we're we're having fun. And, And it's almost a distraction from how we're really feeling, how mm-hmm. we really view the season and what it's been like. And I get it. Like sometimes the Christmas season, like you kind of said earlier, um, you don't feel like you're in the Christmas spirit. You don't feel mm-hmm. like it's all, you know, fine and dandy. And that's what we have to examine. We have to go, why? Mm-hmm. Why does it seem like this? Why does it look like this? Is it because my spiritual state is not where it should be? I'm, I haven't been transformed by the spirit. Yeah. I haven't been renewed in Christ and I'm not, I haven't found true life and abundant life mm-hmm. in him. Is that the reason? Or is it because if you are saved, you just haven't been focusing on him? You yeah. haven't given him everything. And and it can be one of those two things. It can't be anything mm-hmm. else. That's the reason that we're unhappy. That's the reason that our world is full of darkness and hate. That's also why we need Christmas. That's mm-hmm. also why we need this reminder that there is hope, that there is light, that there is there is still cheer in this world. There is still food and song. And the reason behind those things truly can change our world. Yeah, I totally think that you make a good point with talking about how it is a heart change. I mean, y'all know. <laughs> if you didn't read the Blogmas post last year, then maybe you don't know. But if you read Blogmas <laughs> post last year, then you know that A Christmas Carol mm-hmm. is just the it's perfect story. <laughs> it is a story that I've really come to appreciate because mm-hmm. I think that we are all like Scrooge at one point or another in our lives, mm-hmm. even without knowing it necessarily. I mean, I don't even think that Scrooge knew necessarily before the mm-hmm. spirits and Marley visited him that he was so miserable. He was lost. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he was truly at a loss as to why he wasn't happy yet. I mean, he was rich. He was Mm -hmm. wealthy. He was doing what he thought he was called to do. He was truly prosperous Mm -hmm. in the eyes of the world and yet at the same time completely miserable. And I just think that, you know, at the end of that story, when we get to see Scrooge did not just get more money. He didn't Mm -hmm. give more gifts. He didn't do any of these things, but he did have this heart change and that's what truly made a difference in his life Mm -hmm. it wasn't even necessarily the spirits and marley coming to visit him it was the fact that their visits reminded him showed him that christmas is not about the money or the attitude necessarily Mm -hmm. it's about that heart change yeah and it is about truly valuing food and song and literally in the movie adaptation that we really like with Patrick Stewart which we referred back to several times in the blog post I mean you should read the actual book (laughs) but this movie is extremely close to the book that's Mm -hmm. why we like it but literally like the first things that Scrooge goes out and does is he goes to church Mm -hmm. because which is another thing that we have ceased to do during the Christmas season, especially back in the day. Um, Church was a huge part of celebrating the holidays, Mm -hmm. and you went on Christmas Eve and you went on Christmas Day usually. So the first thing that he does is he goes to church and he sings like from the top of his lungs, he starts singing these incredible Christmas songs. And it's a truly powerful scene, I Mm -hmm. think, because 
I mean, the whole entire movie, Scrooge is just miserable. And singing is about the last thing he wants to do. I mean, at the beginning of the movie, he has carolers come to Mm -hmm. his business and he literally threatens to beat them. I mean, he like kids, children, children. He hates this kind of thing. And then you see this heart change and he is just joyful and Mm -hmm. he is pleasant to the people around him. And he is singing these songs with such joy and thankfulness. Mm -hmm. And then you see he goes to his nephew's house and partakes in a Christmas meal with his nephew's friends Mm -hmm. and wife. And he has this entire heart change. And I, I mean, those are just very figurative things that show what we should be grateful for Mm -hmm. during the Christmas season. Then he goes and he is generous and he gives to the poor. He gives to his employees who don't have enough money to provide for themselves Mm -hmm. well during Christmas. And I don't know. I just think that that is such a powerful story and is definitely telling when it comes to looking at our own hearts. Because I do think that at one point or another, we are all Scrooges and we all have that bitterness and that disgruntlement. I mean, I know that I have experienced that definitely around the holidays with different family things and stuff like that. Some people dread Christmas because, oh, we have to go and spend time with our family and different things like that. I think that that is truly sad, but I think that if we have that heart change and we truly value Christmas as this time where the Lord came to earth mm-hmm. incarnate to save us from our sin, to defeat darkness, to keep the darkness at bay, and to ultimately defeat it, transform it, mm-hmm. triumph over it. I think that when we value that, we remember that during the Christmas season, it just changes everything. Mm -hmm. And even if you are um, disgruntled towards your family or you are just ready for Christmas to be over, I think when we truly begin to value those things, we begin to value the food and song and cheer above our hoarded gold and our selfishness. Mm -hmm. That is what transforms Christmas for us. It's not, when I was little, it was not just, oh, someone said Merry Christmas to me and okay, wow, Christmas is great. Yeah, It was We all had this heart change. And there's another thing with Scrooge. Dickens says that Scrooge learned to keep Christmas all year long. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's something that all of us need to learn how to do because I think that that's what makes Christmas so special in a way is that we are all, we all have this heart change. We don't even necessarily have this heart change. I think most people just have a mindset change like, Mm -hmm. oh, it's Christmas, so we'll all be nice to each other. But we have to fake the happiness. Exactly. Right. But I think that Scrooge is such a great example in Christmas is not just a day. It is Mm -hmm. a lifestyle. Yeah. And it's so cliche. You know, people use that so often. But I think that we still miss the point as we do with so many other things. But Christmas truly is a lifestyle. And it's something that I think that if we really valued Christmas in the way it's meant to be valued, in that this is the time where our Savior came to save Mm -hmm. us, where he came to completely alter the course of history, to completely transform darkness and death. I think that if we really wrap our minds around that and we live like that every day, that's what makes Christmas so much more special, but it's also what helps us to be content in our everyday lives. Mm -hmm. There's a verse that I found earlier that I think really applies to Tolkien's quote and just what we've been talking about. It's 1 Timothy 6 verses 6 through 7. It says, but godliness with contentment is great gain for we brought nothing into the world and we cannot take anything out of the world. Mm -hmm. I think this is an important verse because godliness with contentment, 
is great gain. I think lots of us get caught up in the religious side mm-hmm. of Christmas sometimes, which I'm not saying that that's not important because I totally think it is. But I think that some of us get so caught up in the religion and just carrying out Christmas, our expectations of Christmas, that we miss the contentment aspect Mm -hmm. of it, where we are content even if we don't have any gifts, even if we don't give any gifts, even if we don't have this grand meal with all these people gathered around us to help us feel less lonely, Mm -hmm. we're still content simply in the fact that we have been saved, simply Mm -hmm. in our godliness, our want for righteousness, if we're content in that, I think that that transforms Christmas even more. Mm -hmm. And ultimately changes your mindset about it being Mm -hmm. a day and making it into an everyday lifestyle, right? Mm -hmm. This is what Scrooge learned to value. And he didn't just do it on Christmas day. Yeah, He did it every day. His story is one of just absolute transformation, Mm -hmm. the power of the gospel going from being totally lost and here's what a lost soul does and says and Mm -hmm. looks like. Yet he goes from that to being saved, to finding the Lord, to singing his heart out in church on Christmas day. Like that's just so amazing to me that some of us, though we have been saved, we don't even act like that. Mm-mm. We don't even act like Scrooge. Yeah. And and that's what we're trying to get at today is what would happen to the world. And when we say world, I, I don't even really mean the whole world. I mean our little corners of the world. Mm-hmm. What would happen in our own lives if we truly valued the right things, mm-hmm. if we truly did hold Christmas in our hearts every single day and celebrated what Christ came to do and what he did for our sin, that changes everything. Mm-hmm. And it changes this Christmas. It change, It should change this Christmas for you and for me and how we live every other day. And that is so important. That's how people find Jesus. That's how yeah. people see a reflect they see a reflection of Christ in us and our lives and that ultimately changes them as well. Yeah, I think that's a good point. The moral of this story, as I like to say, mm-hmm. is it is the small things that mm-hmm. keep the darkness at bay. Those small things are song and food and cheer and ultimately simply valuing our salvation mm-hmm. in this time, in this season of Christmas. And I think that when we truly wrap our minds around that, when we wrap our minds around, it's not about the gifts. It's not about the appearances. It's Mm -hmm. not about what we want or what we give. It is simply about our Savior and our salvation. Then we truly will live in a merrier world. And when we value these things above our hoarded gold, above our selfishness and desire to be liked or to be trendy, When we value song and food and cheer above those things, we truly will live in a merrier world. Mm -hmm. I don't think that Tolkien could have summed that up any better. That is just a profound quote and one that I have loved for a very long time and one that totally is applicable to Christmas and Mm -hmm. one that we should continually remember and keep in our hearts as hopefully we will be keeping Christmas in our hearts all year long. We are going to end this episode in prayer, so please pray with us. Lord, I just thank you so much for this day. I thank you so much for the season of Christmas where we get to celebrate your birth and our salvation through you coming to the world to defeat darkness, to transform it into something that we no longer have to fear. And I just thank you so much for uh, the gift of salvation that you've given us and the chance that you've given us to truly celebrate 
the salvation that you brought to our world. And I pray that you would really just help us in this Christmas season to really value the things that truly matter, uh, not just our hoarded gold, but the song and food and cheer. I pray that we would just value the things that you value, the things that you want us to truly focus on in this season. I pray that ultimately we would focus on you, not in the things that we give or get, but in um, our salvation and the things that you have given us and that we can ultimately give back to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, you guys, thank you so much for joining us for this episode. We are so glad to finally be out in the ministry center yeah. and doing this with y'all. And what better time too? Christmas time. Mm-hmm. It's just, we're full of cheer for sure. <laughs> Not just for this, but because of what Jesus did and how he came into our world and what he came to do mm-hmm. ultimately. And so let's not forget about that this season. Join us for Blogmas. Um, yeah. We are going at it and we every single day are looking at topics that truly should be impacting our hearts mm-hmm. in this season. They're all Christmas themed. Not every single post is just about Christmas or a carol or something mm-hmm. like that, but we always try to incorporate some type of Christmas theme within the posts. So mm-hmm. go check those out. Uh, be sure to like, be sure to comment on those. If someone, if one of the guest writers says something that encourages you, one of our posts encourages you, please comment and let us know that. Or if it reminds you of something else, share your thoughts in the comment section there. And be sure to get on our email list. We are really pushing yeah. that this season, not because of just getting blog notifications, but also because you will get our Monday podcast episodes Mm -hmm. and then our normal Thursday blog posts whenever you sign up to be on our email list and any other fun things that we might end up sharing in 2023 as well. Okay, guys, hopefully this recording sounds okay. If it (laughs) doesn't sound the best or doesn't sound like it used to, don't worry. We're going to get this dialed in and working correctly. So join us next Monday for another podcast episode. Bye, guys. (laughs)